When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away, and will bring you back safely. Welcome to a new year. I've always enjoyed the turning of the year and try to find interesting ways to celebrate the movement of one year to another. This year, my husband and I went for a walk in the woods on New Year's Eve. We don't have a good dog like Mo with us, but we kept our eyes open for the magical and mundane. We hiked over frozen and snowy paths until the sun started to set and then turned back with thoughts of hot cocoa and a cozy fire. As we were nearing the trail, I noticed a light bobbing in the woods. I pointed it out, and we thought that maybe someone was needing help getting back to their car. We made our way back and found a very, very, very old man leaning against a tree on the path. It might seem rude of me to call him very, very, very old, but really, he looked so old and frail, it seemed the next snowflake would knock him down. Where are you going? Do you need our help? He nodded and we each took an arm. He shakily stood between us and pointed at a path we hadn't noticed before. We began walking with him, each step tired and slow. It got darker and the moon rose above us, the old man beginning to falter in his steps. We were practically carrying him when a little cheerful cottage came into view. The first story for the first episode of this year is a special teller that I am excited to introduce you to. Shiloh Ott is a longtime listener of the podcast and a big fan of storytelling. She is such a big fan, she has written her own fairy tales and recorded some of them for us to enjoy. She is 14 years old and an avid writer. She has written almost a dozen fairy tales, so we are more than thrilled to share her work with you. This is her original story, The Salt. The Salt. Once upon a time, there lived a princess named Rosalie Calder. Now, Rosalie had been kicked out of her own home because she was not a normal princess. She would much rather stay in the kitchen and cook than meet fancy people while wearing fancy clothes. So her parents disowned her and gave the crown to her younger brother. She traveled around the kingdom, but when she could not find love, she left the kingdom and traveled to other kingdoms. In another kingdom, there lived a prince named Edmund Wilkerson, who was looking for a princess to share his kingdom with. His very crafty mother had tried almost everything that she could think of, but nothing had worked. Then his mother thought of something that she knew would work. One day, the queen invited all the women of age to the castle, and she served a feast to all of them. Now, Princess Rosalie had just come to that kingdom, and because she was very hungry, she went to the castle for the feast. Now, the queen had a very devious plan. She had told the cooks not to use any salt, and she told the prince that the woman who noticed the lack of salt and pointed it out would be the one for him. 
When Princess Rosalie saw the prince, it was like love at first sight. When all the women came in, they sat down and started to eat. Now Prince Edmund waited for one of the ladies to point out the lack of salt, but most of the ladies ignored it, kept telling the prince that they should be his bride. But then one girl stood up and said, This food is tasteless. Where is the salt? Why would you say something like that to his royal highness, said a woman, and tried to pull the girl into her seat, but the girl resisted. Do none of you taste how bland the food is, or are you just trying to impress the prince, the girl asked. How dare you say that, another woman shouted in anger. Ladies, Prince Edmund shouted. Be quiet. I do not want to have a wife who only cares about dresses and shoes. You can all leave, except you. He pointed at the girl who had pointed out the salt, or lack thereof. Your Royal Highness, I'm sorry for what I said, but I cannot stand food that has no flavor. Please do not put me in jail, the girl said. I'm not going to put you in jail, but I do want to ask you something. What is your name? The prince asked. My name is Princess Rosalie Cowther, Rosalie replied. Well then, Princess Rosalie, my mother told the cooks to not use any salt in the food, and she told me that the woman who pointed out the lack of salt would be the one for me. Princess Rosalie, I'm delighted to tell you that you are the lucky woman, he said. What are you saying, she asked. I'm asking you to marry me. So will you, he said, pulling out a ring. Yes, yes I will, she replied. They were married two days later, and they lived happily ever after. The End the fairy tale sponsor for this episode is Will o' the Wisp flashlights. As we make our way into a new year, light your way with Will o' the Wisp flashlights. These delicate flashlights are meant to guide you to new adventures, but follow with care. They might lead you into the depths of a swamp, or perhaps they will guide you to the nearest candy shop. You never really know with a Will o' the Wisp. Will o' the Wisp flashlights for the brave who walk in the dark. This episode is also brought to you by the new Patreon supporter, Janice. Janice has a magical gift of always knowing what book you need, even if you haven't told her what you're looking for. She'll be able to find the perfect book to soothe your soul, lighten your spirits, or finish that book report that is due soon. Janice is also a generous supporter of storytelling, which is pretty cool. A big thank you to her and all the other patrons of the podcast. Be like Janice and become a patron for as little as $4 a month while getting sweet perks and rewards. It would be pretty cool. A big thank you to her for becoming a patron and all those who support and listen to the podcast. You are as delightful as the first flowers pushing through the snow in spring. The little cottage seemed a cheery sight in that dark night, with the cold whistling around the three of us and the snow crunching under our feet. As we came close, the door sprang open and a woman stepped out. She was all in green, from her dress to her knitted shawl, and on her curly black hair sat a green wreath of evergreen boughs. I was so worried you'd be late, but it looks like you've had some help to get the rest of the way. If all of you could come in, warm up, and have some cocoa. We were all too happy to accept her offer, and as we made our way to the door, the woman swept the frail old man up in her arms and carried him inside, though he was as light as a dandelion seed. There was a delightful sight of a roaring fire and two cups of cocoa with marshmallows sitting next to a couch. 
My husband and I sank gratefully into the cushions and enjoyed the heat rolling off of the flames. The woman sat in the big chair with the old man cradled in her lap and began to hum to him. Even as we began to sip our cocoa, she didn't talk to us but kept humming. The evening stretched longer, but we didn't mind as her humming was soothing and kind. The old man fell asleep cradled in her arms, and I leaned my head on my husband's shoulder as I started to feel tired as well. I was just about to drift off when my husband nudged me with his elbow. I opened my eyes. The scene seemed the same, the woman cradling the old man in her arms. But wait. He he wasn't as old as I thought. There were streaks of gray in his beard that were quickly turning black. The wrinkles in his face smoothing out, the tired lines around his eyes were disappearing. I watched as his back straightened, his muscles became strong once more. And then he became a young man. He began to look like a younger man, no hair on his chin, his arms and legs long and youthful. And then he was getting smaller and younger and younger and younger until the green woman held a boy in her arms, looked no more than four. His eyes fluttered open just as the clock above the fireplace began to ring in the new year. The green lady smiled at him. My dear new year 2023, are you ready to begin your journey? The boy sprang from her arms and stretched. He laughed and squirmed as she dressed him in warm clothes and put a flashlight in his hand. Then she opened the door and waved the new year on his way as we finished our hot cocoa. The second story for this episode is by Richard Martin. Richard Martin tells folk tales which have been told for hundreds, indeed thousands of years. With over 300 stories in his repertoire, they reflect the full range of human experience. The comic, the body, the profound, the divine. He tells beautiful tales and puts them on Vimeo for people to watch if you aren't lucky enough to see him in person. This is him telling Why Stones Never Die. When God first made the world, he made it with just three things living in it. There were the stones, there were tortoises, and there were people, men and women. Well, all three lived very happily there. There was space enough, there was food for them. Life was good. But one day, the tortoises came to God. He said, tortoises, yeah, God, we've been talking amongst ourselves, we've been thinking, and our idea is that it would be nice if we could have babies. Baby tortoises. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, we thought it would be great to have them. We could, we could play with them. We could look after them. We could teach them things. We could watch them grow up. Could we have babies, please? And God, no, no, that would not be a good idea. Look, think about it. If you have baby tortoises, those baby tortoises will grow up to be big tortoises. They too will want baby tortoises. And after a while, there will be so many tortoises in the world that well, there won't be enough tortoise food to go around. There won't be enough places where you tortoises like to be. 
No, it'd be so crowded. No, better leave it like this. And God saw that the tortoises were so sad. You know, there would be one way. There would. Yeah. But it's not an easy way. Thing is, if you want babies, then you can only do that if some of you are prepared to go away. After a while, just leave. That way, there would be food left for the new tortoises. There would still be enough space for the new tortoises as well. But leaving, going away, it can be sad. Think about it. Well, the tortoises went away. And they did think about it. They talked and they talked and they talked. And the next day they came back to God. God, yeah. we've been thinking, yes. And what have you decided? We've decided for the babies. God said, well, then so be it. And God, he turned to the people the men and the women, he said, you've heard what the tortoises have decided. What about you? And the men and the women, they said, yeah, we've been listening to all of that. Um, we've been talking about it as well. We think we'd like to have babies too. Very well, then so be it. Stones, stones, you've been listening. What about you? Would you like babies? And the stones said, well, we've been thinking, we've been talking. No, we think we'll stay as we are. And so it was, and so it is. A story which shows why stones never die. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Shiloh Ott in the future on this podcast and Richard Martin at tellatale.eu. Tell them you love stories and you want to hear more. If you have questions or comments for the podcast, send them to storystorypodcast at gmail.com. If you send us an email, let me know the favorite story you have heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. The Inspiration the inspiration behind the fairy tale sponsor was a will-o'-the-wisp. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was the turning of the new year and an old story that I heard. The music is by Pottington Bear. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. Consider becoming a patron or joining the mailing list to get podcast goodies or writing a review on Apple Podcasts, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the show. You'll hear more stories soon, but until then, live happily ever after. Mary-Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can
can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal court.